Yo, what's good, my fellow ballers? Welcome back to another episode of Ballin' with Tyler Todd. Thank you for tuning in. For this episode, we'll be taking a look at the MLB Power Rankings. Opening day was yesterday, April 1st, and this season is going to be so awesome to watch with the emergence of the Padres in the offseason, the White Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees, and the past World Series champions, the LA Dodgers, and many other teams. Here are the power rankings for all Major League Baseball teams. Number one in the power rankings is the Los Angeles Dodgers. No surprise here. Their projected record is 107-55, 99.3% playoff odds. The Dodgers look as good as on the field as they do on paper, featuring an all-star caliber player at every position in the lineup most days. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, and Courtney Seager square off for NL MVP honors, while Trevor Bauer, Walker Buehler, and Clayton Kershaw do the same for the Cy Young Award. L.A. clinches the NL West early, challenges the all-time wins record, and cruises to a second straight World Series title. I'm not at all surprised here that they have L.A. being this high. I mean, they won the World Series last year, and they only got better this year. They, I mean, even though they lost Jock Peterson and Kike Hernandez, I still think they're the best team in baseball. The second team on the list is the New York Yankees. Their projected record in 2021 is 98-64 and 64, with the 91.5% playoff chance. Best case scenario, they just need to stay healthy, especially in their rotation. And they, if they do stay healthy, they have one of the best in the game. In the worst case scenario, same thing. They just can't. They just need to. They can't stay healthy. John Carlos Stanton is always hurt. Like the pitching is always hurt. It's just, and same with Aaron Judge. It's always they're the reason why they're called the Bronx Bombers. The guys are always they're just these beefy dudes that can hit the crap out of the ball, but they're always just hurt. And, you know, they can't get the full potential out of all of them. But I think the Yankees are the best team in the American League. And we could potentially see a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. And that would be pretty, that would be pretty sick. Number three on the list, come on now. This is the best team right here. The San Diego Padres, their projected record in 2021 is 91-71 and with the 66.7% chance of playoff odds. Uh, the best case scenario for them, the Padres have won a six active franchise without a World Series title. The best case scenario for this team now and going forward is to leave that unfortunate club. It can happen if Fernando Tatis continues his takeover of the big leagues and the rotation gets enough inning from its most dynamic performers to make San Diego an elite run prevention squad. If it all comes together, the pods can win upward of 100 games and and possibly could beat the Dodgers for first place. The thing is, though, worst case scenario... It's just the inconsistency with the bullpen and the durability of the players. Denelson Lamette, we still don't know if he's ready for day one. We've had Tommy Pham, who got hurt in spring training. We had a little scare with Fernando Tatis, who had like a shoulder problem in, in spring training. So it's just a lot of question marks in San Diego, just like it always has been with the Padres or when the Chargers were here. It's always just question marks with every year. Oh, we get this new manager. Oh, we got a sick lineup, and it never really turns into anything spectacular so cross my fingers I just hope they can figure it out I really want to see them go far this year my buddy just got me my Fernando Tatis Jr. jersey for my birthday so repping SD hard baby we gotta this is our year we got this year or next year we gotta make it happen their most exciting player you Darvish we just got Blake Snell Manny Machado is a potential Hall of Famer but the most exciting is, come on now, it's Fernando Tatis Jr. They called Ken Griffey Jr. the kid, and they called Tatis El Nino, the kid in Spanish. And like Griffey, his appeal goes beyond the numbers. This is why we love to watch baseball.
Coming at number four in the power rankings is the Atlanta Braves. Their projected record in 2021 is 96 and 66 with the 85.9% chance of playoff odds. Best case scenario, if all the pitching goes well, they'll be very good. It's literally the, the worst case scenario with all the teams is just going to be injury and getting guys back. Their most exciting player is Ronald Acuna Jr., member of the 30-30 club. Dude is literally the epitome of power and speed, and he's just an absolutely talented player. Going to be one of those young Dominican players that is going to play in the league for a long time. So I'm extremely I'm stoked for him. I'm stoked for the Braves. I would like to see them really go far. Obviously, I don't want to run into them in the playoffs because, I mean, I am a Padres fan and they are in the National League. So I if we do see them that sick, I know it'll be a good series. But there's just a lot of good teams in the National, in the National League this year. Just, there's plenty of talent. So that's why I'm saying this year is going to be exciting because there's a ton of good teams and teams that are really under the radar. So just be on the lookout, especially in the National League, be on the lookout. Number five in the power rankings is the New York Mets. Their projected record in 2021 is 91 and 71, just like the Padres, with a 68.6% chance of making the playoffs. They have a stacked roster: Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil, Michael Conforto, and then a one-two punch in the rotation with Noah Syndergaard and Jacob Degrom. Same thing. Just need to stay healthy. Their most exciting player you could pick from maybe four or five different guys: Lindor, five-tool player. Pete Alonso, just your prototypical first baseman, just this fat, heavy dude that just destroys the ball. And then Jacob DeGrom, arguably the best pitcher in the league. And over the past five years, he's been absolutely dominant and probably has been the and has been the best pitcher in the past five seasons. So be on the lookout for the Mets. They just offered Francisco Lindor a 10-year, $325 million contract, which he turned down because he wants $60 million more to make it 12-year over 385. And I just think that's the biggest pile of crap because you're already being paid 300 million already and you want 60 something million more like you jump bunch of drama queens bro you know what people could do with that in their daily lives but nope 300 million isn't enough for you so whatever they have to deal with that right now but also look for them to make a splash in the playoffs as well number six in the power rankings is the minnesota twins their projected record also 91 and 71 with a 71.9% chance of making the playoffs. They have a really good roster as well and just a ton of depth. Byron Buxton will be in center field. Miguel Sanyo, Josh Donaldson, and Nelson Cruz. The Twins' only problem is um, injuries and age. Josh Donaldson's 35 and Nelson Cruz is 40, so they will have to look for those replacements very soon in their roster. But the Twins are very talented nonetheless. Look for them to make a playoff push as well. I mean, they were in it last year, and I actually wanted them to go to the World Series instead of the Rays, but... I didn't get that wish, so it's okay. <laughs> Coming in at number seven on the power rankings, it's the Chicago White Sox. This team is the probably the most exciting, I think, out of all of baseball. The, the names they have and just the talent they have specifically in the outfield and in the infield, it's, it's, ooh, it's a joy to behold. Their projected record in 2021 is 84 and 78, but they have a 33.6% chance of making the playoffs, and I... I, I don't like hearing that. I want them to go really far. Like I I don't want I don't want the Yankees to go far. I don't want the Rays to go far. I, I want the White Sox and I want the Blue Jays to go far. The White Sox are just like slowly emerging as like a top contender in the American League and they seriously have the potential to be so good. But the problem is I think just right now in baseball, a lot of teams are becoming really good and making the necessary moves to be very good. So they're just stuck in the American League with a lot of good teams, including the Blue Jays, the Yankees, and many others. So 
the Sox are making the right moves. I just don't know if it'll be enough, but they definitely have the most exciting roster in the league, and they just have extreme youth on the team. Like, that's how you have to build the team. And if you look at the Padres, they've had the best feeder system in the MLB the past two to three seasons, and they've just gotten all these draft picks, groom these guys through their through their feeder system, and that's that's how you make a really good team. And the White Sox, I don't know if they've specifically done that, but they've gotten a lot of extreme talent. They have Tim Anderson, Luis Roberts, Jan Mankata, Lucas Giolito, Adam Eaton, and the list goes on. Like there's so many, there's so many talented players. So I want to see them go extremely far. I don't know if they will, but they're my team coming out of the American League this year. Coming in at number eight on the power rankings is the Tampa Bay Rays. They were the American League champions last year. They have a projected record in 2021 of 86 and 76 with a 43.5% chance. They were extremely exciting to watch last year. Their most exciting player, Randy Rosarena, can he repeat what he did in October last year when he hit 377, 442, and 831 with 10 home runs in 20 games? Dude, that's a crazy slash. Like, he literally compared that to Babe Ruth's, Babe Ruth's number. Look at this in 1920. Ruth slash a 376, 532, and 847. And then in 1921, had a 378, a 512, and 846. So basically, Randy Randy Rosarena was Babe Ruth for like a, a solid month. So even though they lost Blake Snell, I still think they're one of the best teams in the American League. I don't like the playoff chances being that low. I think they deserve to be much higher, but it's because the American League is so stacked. Now, if you take a look at the next power ranking, the Astros coming in at 9, they have a projected record of 93 and 69, but they have a 77.8% chance of making the playoffs. I I don't like seeing that. One, because they're cheaters. And then two, I, I think the Rays, yeah, there's some holes in the Rays roster, but I just, I just don't like the Astros. They're just caca. Even though they have Jordan Alonso, Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, I can see, I really can see why they have them here, but I just, oh, that whole scandal thing just, just put a sour taste in my mouth, and I'm just so over it. But they'll be in the mix. They always are. They have been the past three to four years in the playoffs, so they'll continue to do what they do. Coming in at 10 on the list, the Toronto Blue Jays, a projected record of 80 and 82. Doing them dirty with a 19.2% chance of making the playoffs. This team, just like the White Sox, is another young, crazy, talented team. Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio, Vladimir Guerrero, and then they added Marcus Simeon, Kirby Yates, George Springer, and Tiasco Hernandez. The, the team looks great on paper. Extremely great. But the thing is, there's always speculation with new guys coming over. Simeon, they have questions about him. Vladimir Guerrero, they have questions about him getting ground outs and not hitting the ball as much. So that seems to be the, really their only gripe. The bold prediction for them is that Bichette and Guerrero will both be all-star teams. And finally, this time, Guerrero will win the home run derby because he was robbed that one year with Peterson. But another story for another day. Coming in at 11 on the list is the Washington Nationals, a projected record of 84-78. and 78. 28.4% chance of making the playoffs. Another solid team in the National League. Juan Soto is a potential MVP player this year. Brad Hand is their closer. Trey Turner, even though they lost to Brandon, they're still a very good team. They still have Scherzer and Strasburg in the rotation and Patrick Corbin. So they won the World Series a couple years ago. They've kind of just been hovering around, but they have an extremely talented roster. I think they'll make it work even with the injuries they have. They've had in the past, but... They'll be, they'll be in the mix. 
I mean, they are ranked this high, so they're definitely going to be in there. Coming in at 12 is the Oakland A's, a projected record of 90-72 and 72, with a 64.6% chance of making the playoffs. Super good rotation as well. Matt Chapman and Matt Olson lead the way. Not really a huge Oakland fan, but they are a very special team, and they have some really good, talented players. Coming in at 13th on the power rankings is the Milwaukee Brewers. Their projected record of 83-79, and 79, a 29.9% chance of making the playoffs. They're kind of just the middle ground team, even though they have Yelich, Kesson Hira, and Lorenzo Cain. They have a pretty solid closure in Josh Hader. Christian Yelich is going to do what he does every year, and he definitely is their most exciting player. I feel like they'll get lost in the shuffle. I don't think they're a deep enough roster. I mean, the playoff chances are only 29%. So I feel like they may slip in with the record of 83 and 79, but it could be mixed up because National League, it could, it could plan out differently. So we'll see. Coming in at 14th on the power rankings is the St. Louis Cardinals, projected record of 83 and 79, with a 27.4% chance of making the playoffs. With the addition of Arenado, extremely talented infield with him and Goldschmidt. With that, I mean, it's going to bring a more balanced offense to their team. And then, two, they're going to have an extremely good defense, probably one of the better infields and better defenses in the National League. And they have a super young outfield. So the only problem with that is with the outfield being extremely young, we don't know if they're going to play it to their expectations. They could flop. But if we're looking at the most exciting player, Nolan Arenado for sure is. I can't believe he ended up leaving Colorado. But they got arguably the best third baseman in baseball. I, he, I've talked about him before on like two different shows. He's, oh my gosh, he's so freaking good. So again, the National League is just extremely talented. I don't like the Cardinals because they always give the Padres fits, even though we beat them last year in the in the wild card series. But they'll make a splash. Another middle ground team just like the Brewers. So we'll see how they pan out. Number 15 in the power rankings, the Los Angeles Angels, a projected record of 85 and 77 with a 30.8% chance of making the playoffs. Mike Trout will, is going to be doing his thing. Anthony Rendon, another arguable best third baseman in the league. And Sheho Tani, dude literally hits dingers and pitches 100 miles per hour. It blows me away. He by far is the most exciting player. Yes, you definitely have to say Trout it as well. But Otani is the most exciting player. A guy that can literally hit home runs and throw 100 miles per hour is literally out of this world and unheard of but the angels man i feel like they are always in the mix for the playoffs but then something happens midway through the season where they just flop like we'll win like 15 games in a row and then we'll lose like 20 then win like two and then win then then lose like 10 more so Ever since Trout's been in Anaheim, they just have only been to the playoffs once, so I feel really bad for him because he is a generational talent, and they're definitely kind of just wasting away at his career. But with him on the roster, they're always going to be in the mix for the playoffs no matter what. 16th on the list for the power rankings is the Philadelphia Phillies with a projected record of 78-86 and with a 7.1% chance of making the playoffs. Aaron Nola and Zach Wheel are a very good bullpen combo. Bryce Harper's going to do his thing. The Phillies, man, I, I don't know. I don't, I've don't. i never believed the hype behind Bryce Harper. I used to be a Phillies fan, actually, when I was growing up, when they had Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, Cole Hamels, Roy Holiday, Jamie Moyer, Shane Victorino. Oh, my gosh, the list goes on. So many talented players. But they've been trying to – they're the typical team. I'm trying to think of, like, a comparison to NFL or NBA, but they're the team that – signs like the big name free agency guy and then he gets there and it just doesn't turn out well 
Harper hasn't done anything since he's been there. They signed Didi Gregorius at one point. They have Andrew McCutcheon, and they just really haven't done anything. So, I mean, 76 and 86 is, I mean, okay okay for them. I had them projected finishing 80 and 82 on a previous episode. So, uh, I don't know. My, I, I think they'll finish with maybe a couple more wins in 76, but we'll see. 17th in the power rankings, the Chicago Cubs. This team is so sick. Projected record of 91 and 71 with a 70.6% chance of making the playoffs. This team is so so rad. So many sick names. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, and they just got Jock Peterson. They they look good on paper. They, they look great on paper. I think their only problem is going to be their rotation because I don't think I can literally name one guy in there. So if they figure that out, then they'll be very good. Their most exciting player by far is Javier Baez, one of the current five-tool players in our league. Man, it's just absolutely nasty on the field. Uh, bold prediction for them, Anthony Rizzo does get the long-term deal, even though they have stopped contract discussions. But there's still speculation that Chris Davis gets traded. So keep keep your boy there. Keep your all-star there. You're going to lose him. One of the best third basemen in baseball. I don't know. Coming in at 18 on the power rankings is the Cleveland Indians, a projected record of 83-79 and 79 with a 29.6% chance of making the playoffs. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, respected spot here. I don't think they should be lower than this or any higher than this. It's like a perfect like spot for them. They lost Francisco Lindor, who's now in the Mets, 5-2 player, one of the best shortstops in the league. They lost Mike Clevenger to the Padres last year. Shane Bieber, though, won the the Cy Young Award last year in the American League. He's just going to lace the ball with the gasoline every single game. Framil Reyes, bombs. Jose Ramirez, he'll put up an MVP-level campaign year. Very talented. But worst-case scenario, that Bieber, you know, doesn't have a repeat year and kind of just slumps. Because the AL Central stack, dude, there's a, there's a lot of good teams. So with them losing Lindor, I think this is why they're down here so low. Hey, winning 83 wins in the league is still really good. But I don't know. The Indians are just, they're a part of a really good division. I just don't think they'll be able to push out of it. But their bold prediction is Shane Bieber wins another signing award his second year in a row. So let's hope he does that because he's really freaking good. 19th on the power rankings is the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. This this team stinks. They deserve to be this low. <laughs> but a projected record of 2021, 79-83 with 14.7% chance of making the playoffs. J.D. Martinez is still on the roster. Chris Sale, once he comes back, he's going to be an absolute just laser beam throwing the ball. Their most exciting player is Rafael Devers. Dude is like so freaking crazy. The thing is, though, just like a lot of teams I've mentioned on the power rankings, their injury bug has just been so bad, especially in their rotation. So if they figure out the starting rotation, because they have a really nice outfield as well and a young infield, they will make a splash for sure. The problem is it's just all baseball this year. It's just, it's it's going to be really good. Like if, if you're not a baseball fan at all in any regard, you have to check out this season. A- anybody, watch watch any team. Any of the teams are going to be good, like for real. 20th in the power ranking is the Cincinnati Reds, a projected record of 77-85 and 85 with a 9.5% chance of making the playoffs. Their biggest question mark is their defense, but best case scenario is if the defense overcomes itself, they have very talented athleticism. Nick Senzel, Jonathan India, and Tyler Stevenson all look like future stars, and if the Cincinnati can ride off their strong rotation, they can win 80-plus games, and that would be pretty sick because the Reds, man, they're one of those really low-key teams that are really never in the mix for just anything. 
They're they're never making the playoffs. Never have any big name signings, even though they did have Trevor Bauer last year and they actually won the playoffs, but they ended up losing, which sucks. But hey, man, be a shocker, make it happen. Coming in at twenty one on the power rankings is the Miami Marlins. I had them winning much more games than what what we got going on here. Projected record of sixty seven and ninety five, with not even a one percent chance of making the playoffs. So I mean. I mean, their rotations is their rotations pretty solid. Sixto Sanchez, Pablo Lopez, and Sandy Alcantara. I mean, it's one of the best in the National League. So, I mean, I don't know why they have them ranking this low. I think it's because in the worst case scenario, outside of their rotation, they really don't have any name players. They have like Brian Anderson and Corey Dickerson. That's like about it. So, that makes sense why they're this low. But their uniforms are sick. So let's just give them that. <laughs> Coming in at 22 on the power rankings is the Kansas City Royals, a projected record of 78 and 84, 12.4% chance of making the playoffs. They recently just signed Andrew Benatendi, former Red Sox. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The Royals are just kind of just a whatever team to me, honestly. I have a brother-in-law that's from Kansas City, Kansas, so they are diehard Royals fans. So I have to respect them just a little bit because of the ties right there. They have some okay players. Jorge Soler is pretty good. Carlos Santana's okay, so. It's just they're one of those teams that was really good like five years ago, and then they kind of just lost everybody after they won the World Series. So, I mean, hell, they literally lost everybody. Like, Eric Hosmer's a Padre, Lorenzo Cain's a Brewer. They lost multiple players. So, if they want to get back to their regular form of being good, they have to start. They have to start working in the draft and getting the feeder system going. Coming in at twenty three, it's the San Francisco Giants. Their projected record of seventy and ninety two, with a one point two percent chance of making the playoffs. Oh yeah. This team is just so bad. Like, aside from Mike Yastrzemski, they really have nobody. And I want them to do bad because they're an NL West team. So I hope the Giants do poorly this year. And I wish them I wish them no luck this season. <laughs> Coming in at 24th on the power rankings is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Probably the only other NL West team that I can tolerate because I lived in Arizona for two and a half years of my life. And I used to go to Diamondbacks games. So I have some kind of tie to Arizona. Their projected ranking is a record, excuse me, is 75 and 87 with the 4.6% chance of making the playoffs. They have a pretty good roster. It just never really seems to come together. Even though they have a super talented infield with the likes of Nick Ahmed as Drew Will Cabrera, Eduardo Escobar, Cattell Marte, Josh Rojas, and Christian Walker, the production just really never seems to it really never seems to be there. Breakout star in the outfield, Tim LaCastro. They also have Cole Calhoun, David Peralta, and then they also have you know, big bad man, Madison Bumgarner as their starting pitcher day one. So they have, they're the typical team that has the names on paper and then it, it just never turns into what they wish it would be. So I do wish the Diamondbacks some luck. I mean, they're not going to, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. I don't think in, in the next couple of years, I don't think so, but I hope they do at least try and make a run for at least second place in the NLS or try and squeeze into the NL playoff race. Maybe capable. I'm not sure because the national league is so deep this year, but let's hope they have a good season. Nonetheless, Coming in at 25, the Seattle Mariners, their projected record is 70 and 92 for 2021 with a 1.7% chance of making the playoffs. So last season, they did a big trade with the Padres and they got a ton of our players and they actually have some young, really good guys coming up in the in the organization. Taylor Trammell, Evan White, Kyle Lewis was rookie of the year last year, JP Crawford. So they have some named guys, just oh, anti-France. I forgot about him, but 
yeah, I, I don't know. The the pitching is just really nowhere to be found. The staff isn't very good. It's going to be hard for them to prevent runs. But you know that they'll always be in games, and they're a very competitive team, definitely with all the accusations they have. So if they look to 70-92, and 92, that's not a very good record. So I hope they can at least be a little bit better than that. I've been to the stadium in Seattle. They're a super cool team, really awesome ballpark, so I wish them the best of luck. Coming in at 26 is the Texas Rangers with a 73 and 89 record in 2021 with a 4.3% chance of making the playoffs. The Rangers see some young players plant their stake as future parts of the Texans core. Nate Lowe, Nick Solak, Leody Tavares, Isaiah Kinner-Falefa, Willie Calhoun, Kyle Cody, Dan Dunning are among those on the early big league roster to watch. If that happens and some of the youngest veterans like Joey Gallo and David Dahl go off, the Rangers can make a run at 500. With the bullpen taking injuries early in spring, it's going to be really hard for them to try and come back in the beginning of the season and put the right foot on the pedal and start going because to have a good season, you need to hit it off right off the bat because if you start off really slow, I don't know. It's 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 really like that in football and basketball too. If you, know, you start off losing six games in a row, the morale's kind of already shot in a sense. Not completely shot. Obviously, these guys are veterans and have been playing the game for years. But still, you got to have your, ro- your rotation on par. They have to be ready to play day one. So if you're taking a lot of injuries to the rotation in the beginning and losses, you're just going to play. You're going to be playing catch up the whole season. Their most exciting player by far is Joey Gallo. They predict that he'll hit 45 home runs this year, but will only finish with a 2.5 average and will set the single season strikeout record with 225. Y'all just disrespectful to that boy. He's he's nasty. We'll see how he does though. And the Rangers coming in at 27th on the list is the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, this is this is where they belong. They're so bad. Projected record of 66 and 96. I yeah just complete crap they have spencer torkelson who is the first baseman for asu last year the number one pick overall in the draft i actually got to see him play which was so rad they sell miguel cabrera but i mean he's he's older than dirt so we'll see what happens they're gonna oh they're gonna it's gonna take a long time for them to get good again coming in at 28 the rockies have a projected record of 58 and 104 with with a 0% chance of making the playoffs. Even with Trevor Story, Charlie Blackman, Ryan McMahon, Brendan Rodgers, and Sam Hilliard. There's just 58 wins. Dude, that's so trash. That's so horrible. That's so far. That is the worst. That's the worst record projected so far. That is horrible. Come on, bro. Their most exciting player by far is Trevor Stories, one of the best athletes and best all-around players in the sport extremely talented power hitting shortstop and he has got some wheels on him their bold prediction is cj crone finishes with more home runs than nolan arenado that is a big thing to be saying there coming in at 29 is the baltimore orioles they've just been garbage the past like five ten years they've been horrible no no wonder manny machado left and came to san diego yes we gave him the bag but still horrible franchise they have a projected record of 65 and 97 with a 0.4% chance of making the playoffs. Literally the only bright spot on their team is Trey Mancini. And he's coming back after missing a whole 2020 season due to colon cancer. And it's going to be sick that he's back. And it's definitely going to be so exciting and just inspirational to see him on the field. Watch the man just come out with just a fire in his belly just to absolutely kill it. I mean, dude, coming back from cancer is no joke. So... We wish him the best of luck in the Orioles, but they're just garbage. And then the last team in the Major League Baseball, 30, bringing it in, bringing it home, the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
Projected record of 63-99 and 99 with a 0.2% chance of making the playoffs. Key Brian Hayes, I think he'll be NL Rookie of the Year, no doubt. Mitch Keller is going to find himself this year. Well, <laughs> this, this team is just so bad. Like, they literally have no talent in the bullpen, the rotation, the lineup. Aside from Key Brian Hayes, they lost Josh Bell. Like, dude, they have no one. Like, God, no wonder you're going to be in 30th, so... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how they do. All right. Thank you for everyone for tuning in today. It is now time for the surprise that I mentioned on the Tuesday show. I will be in Arizona this weekend for a wedding. So my upcoming show next Tuesday will be filmed while I'm in Arizona and we'll have a couple guest appearances on the episode. So it's going to be some, some, some spicy stuff going on. So be on the lookout for that episode for it will be extremely fun. You'll, you'll get to hear a lot of opinions from not just myself, but a couple buddies of mine. Have a sick weekend, everyone. I'll catch you on Tuesday. Later.